0: Come on, shop. Well, it's time to record now.
1: Yeah, Wonder Rob, I just can't wait to record now.
0: We met on stage
1: because we like to perform now. We're turtle pros and bashing all about our foes now.
0: It's time to celebrate our energy. We're shows for you to plaster. Welcome back, fellow geeks, to another episode of Geek So To Speak Podcast, your source for all things geek. Coming at you live, it's your boy, Wonder Rob, and of course by live, I mean pre-recorded. We're not crazy. <laughs> Coming at you from Southern California. And on the line, I got our co-host, the wonderful, the, the stoic, the uh, in dire need of a haircut, Shoff. Oh. What's up, Shoff? How you doing, everybody? That is his normal voice for our first-time listeners. So <laughs> don't think anything <laughs> is you. What, what up? What up? He's putting it's on a voice. Day.
1: It's your boy, Shoff, coming at you live from my home studio. Home studio. Behind me Behind me is the
0: Infinity Gauntlet. You know,
1: just just hanging out, the Infinity Gauntlet. Just just That's saying
0: true. If this were a video podcast, you would see this giant infinity gauntlet in his home studio behind him. Of course, in my office, I got all these dang Funkos, all these Funkos I wasted money on. That Dude. you did not waste a cent on. Wonder Rob's Funko collection is it's amazing. gotten out of it's hand, man. Impressive. It, it's so freaking badass. It there's a lot, there's a lot, but I stick to just Marvel. I just stick to Marvel, but this isn't the Funko podcast, although I'm, you know, maybe side project, Shaf, keep that in mind. This is Geek So To Speak podcast. So for anybody who is just tuning in for the very first time, we are, of course, a geek culture podcast. I'm sure you listened to the theme song, so that explained the story of how we became Geek So To Speak podcast, but we love to talk about movies, TV, uh, trailers, games, pretty much everything pop culture and boy oh boy do we have a big show for you guys today because well last week's episode was the highly anticipated avengers endgame episode but we decided to dedicate a whole episode to avengers endgame instead of diving into the news and so it's been a hot minute since we talked some geek news we got some juicy details for you today folks plus brand new Spider-Man Far From Home trailer just dropped earlier this week. And so we are going to dive in and dissect the fuc <laughs> <laughs> out of that trailer. Plus, we have a special segment. We're going to have some fan fusion fun. That's right. Shaf and I, uh, you know, cross our fingers that it all works out. We're both going to be attending phoenix fan fusion and we are going to dive into our favorite uh comic con and i put that in quotes memories and the things we're going to have to look forward to or you can look forward to if you happen to be in the phoenix area or if you want to you know take a plane ride or something or drive (laughs) it's your life you can do whatever you want (laughs) you can come to this to this dang podcast (sighs) I I was trying to pump it up, shop, and I like had a brain fart. No, no, no.
1: So yeah, what one Rob pump it and, up, pump it up, shop is saying. And I'm gonna I'm gonna supplement and support. Is that we were lucky enough, we were fortunate enough to be chosen as part of the the press, the media. We have media passes for Phoenix Fan Fusion. So we uh, our podcast has been so successful based on all of your guys listening to us and your feedback and your comments and your rating and reviewing. Those of us who have not done so, now is your time to do so. But yeah. because we have just been bringing it to you, and this is episode 58, so we've definitely, you know, for the past year and more, we've been providing you with some awesome content. Phoenix Fan Fusion was kind enough to grant us some conditional press passes. And so we're going to spend some time today uh, talking a little bit about FanFusion and what to expect from this event, which is coming uh, coming up in the next few weeks. So we will get into that a little bit later. But yes. first, Wonder Rob. Oh look at! Oh man, I wish you could see Wonder Rob's hair right now. His like, hair is he very it, long. He brought it all forward. He was looking like, um, like kind of like that bowl cut when you like bring it all forward and you cut it all the same size. No,
0: like, I, I I sort of think like if I do it parted down the middle, it's sort of like the Dwight Schrute. <laughs> it does look like Dwight. I got Trude. the Dwight Schrute. My hair is very long, you guys. It's very long. <laughs> That's what happens when you're a dad with a five month old. You you don't even have time for haircuts anymore. Who cares? Put on a hat.
1: (laughs) But yeah, so with that, with that, Wonder Rob, I don't know what you're thinking, but I'm thinking something. What are you thinking?
0: (laughs) I don't know how we'd fit it up there. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) That's exactly what I was thinking. (laughs) Oh, also, it's time for some geek news. Geek!
1: News, new news. Ooh, Wonder Rob late on me. What is uh give me an article, some geek news, because you know what? I, I'm kind of feeling the the need. I'm in withdrawals. Last week we did not have any geek news, and it set me into a frenzy. And I know the, uh, the audience, the listeners that are all anxiously awaiting their news that what they have nowhere else to get their news from like
0: violence in the street
1: there's all there's politics out there but we're not going to talk about that because we're going to give you what you really want to know about we're going to talk about all things geeks so wonder rob lay it on me thick what (laughs) is the news story that you want to talk about first
0: Speaking of landing on thick, that whole hype up
1: <laughs> for the news. First of all, I have been anxiously awaiting this podcast. I feel like I'm like on uh, like at eleven right now in terms of my excitement level of doing
0: this podcast. I'm looking forward to it all freaking week. I'm also at eleven inches from the floor. Okay, Ooh. let's do it, you guys. So. Since there was a little bit of a gap between uh, the Avengers Endgame episode and this episode, we're going to catch up on a couple of key items that happened in between, such as they released a trailer for the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Oh, that was uh, quite the explosion over the internet. <laughs> uh, so the, the trailer's been out for a little bit now. So we won't dive into the trailer too much in terms of dissecting the trailer like we like to do sometimes, but I'm Diana Noshoff. Since we haven't had a chance to talk about it, you're like best video game movie ever, right? Like like, you know, like, like, you know, you know, like, like, you know, like. Like, you know, well,
1: I will say this. All right. I will say this. After watching it, I was extremely, extremely underwhelmed. Uh oh. <laughs> no. I was so worried. I'm so worried for this movie. Big time. Not there wasn't a thing a single thing I enjoyed except for like the final second of the trailer. And um obviously we're gonna
0: get into this, but
1: it it doesn't even look
0: like Sonic. No. No, <laughs> it doesn't. And that's I mean that's what we all, we all understand, okay, that it's objectively bad. And now, me, on a personal level, I, I played Sonic the Hedgehog, you know, when I was a kid. I was in the prime age for the Sega Genesis. And so, Sonic the Hedgehog, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Sonic 3, Sonic and Knuckles. Like, I was in the prime time when the hype train was all aboard the Sonic Express. But after Sonic and Knuckles, you know, I got out of it. I didn't have a Dreamcast um so like sonic adventure and all that stuff i didn't really get into um i had what was it gamecube i might yeah gamecube i think or it might have been the wii where sega started releasing sonic games on nintendo and i was hyped i was like oh man there's this a sonic game on nintendo oh i gotta get that and then i did <laughs> and <laughs> and it was bad so what i'm saying is is i'm i'm a very uh, casual very casual sonic the hedgehog fan and i can tell you that this is, looks like like hot garbage yeah this
1: is absolute ass i'm i'm definitely a casual uh sonic fan in the sense that i've never owned a sega system in my life
0: <laughs> so but have you played uh, sonic the hedgehog
1: You've yeah oh no yeah um at a friend's house i've only played it at a friend's house before and uh my brother did own a dreamcast
0: but we never played a was there ever a sonic game on the dreamcast uh, yeah, the Dreamcast games—they weren't the your traditional Sonic the Hedgehog games. It was oh, like okay. Sonic Adventure. Gotcha. No, yeah,
1: we didn't definitely didn't play that. And I know Sonic uh, eventually, when Sega went under, and they basically sold all their uh, all their characters and properties to other companies. Like obviously,
0: Nintendo did like a. It was wasn't it like an, were an nice. Olympics like it was like an Olympics type thing Yeah like, Mario Mario and Sonic at the Olympics Yeah that's what it was That's what you're talking about I've never played it but they they seem to make it every year I know there's actually a new one coming out um, in a very short time I don't know the exact time frame but uh, within uh, the next the next Olympics that are going to be rolling around and don't ask me if it's summer or winter cuz I don't know If it's but not bobsled I don't care Oh dang man how about I draw a line down the middle of your head, and you look like a butt? <laughs> Some a people cool. say know, they can't believe Jamaica. We have a Bob'sled team. Yeah, we have so they
1: won the Reese, and they won junior. The fastest of the fastest Keep of going. Jamaican
0: sprinters." Right? Welcome back to uh, <laughs> Cool Runnings, so to speak, podcast where we talk about cool runnings. You <laughs> want my lucky egg? Jeez, <laughs> oh, <Geez>, Louise. <laughs> Rest in peace, John Candy. Okay. <laughs> So, uh, with, uh, these, this terrible Sonic the Hedgehog design is really what everybody is, is farting over. Um, the rest of the trailer, I mean, here's, here's what I'm going to say about the trailer. It's obviously a movie made for kids. Um, Sonic the Hedgehog's fan base, I would say is mostly kids these days or adults, you know, who may or may not need to reevaluate their fandoms. Um, that wasn't a sick burn on Sonic fans. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh, man. I like Mario. Shoot me. Who cares? Um, so I'm going I'm to give the the majority of a trailer, like, a pass. But the Sonic looks so bad, which uh, really leads into the topic of the discussion. So the Sonic the Hedgehog director uh, made a promise that they're going to change the look of Sonic the Hedgehog after Backlash. Um, ultimately... And I'm paraphrasing here, but the director went on on Twitter and said, you know, loud and clear, we understand that there's backlash against the design. We're going to go ahead and <laughs> rework this character design. Gotta work fast. Hashtag gotta work fast is what, <laughs> what he did. <laughs> uh, doesn't this now, movie come out in November?
1: Like, doesn't it? Like, yeah. It's like months away. Like, yeah. The fact yeah. that they are going back to the drawing board on the actual character model, that is outrageous. And unheard of, unheard of for a movie to follow the fans reaction and make and do something. That's one thing I really am impressed by is that the director's like, oh, yeah, we'll fix it. But part of me wonders if their fix will still not be even close to enough to save this this uh, character's
0: model or the movie itself. I don't understand why they don't just make it look like Sonic the Hedgehog like what's the problem here i mean yeah he's got one eyeball with you know two two pupils in it and you know he he's a cartoon essentially but this is a movie about a talking running hedgehog with who collects gold rings like they did pokemon uh detective pikachu and it's just it's just pokemon they didn't they didn't go overboard they just Kept the Pokemon, and and I'm not even the world's biggest Pokemon fan, but I can tell you what a Pokemon looks like, and those look like Pokemon. Did, this doesn't look like something. And, and even
1: um, one of the people who worked on on Pokemon uh, or Detective Pikachu or whatever that was, uh, he had posted on Twitter like his version of Sonic. And it was amazing. Like, they, should, they better hire that guy right away and get him involved and get him fixing Sonic because Sonic looks terrible. He's got teeth in weird spots. It's just strange. Yeah, he's got human teeth. Yeah, human teeth. His whole, like, body structure, like, his proportions don't even match up to, to the comic, uh, to, comic to, the, uh, to the video game character. Uh, the only thing that is remotely accurate is the final two seconds of the trailer, which shows Jim Carrey as Dr. Robotnik, looking just like Dr. Robotnik. Bald with with the crazy mustache and the goggles and like the black red suit on. Like he, in that moment, perfect. In every other moment of the trailer involving Dr. Robotnik?
0: No, does not look like Dr. Robotnik at all. In fact, he's not even funny. He's not. Oh, man, he's getting angry. He's getting angry. Tell him. Tell him, Sean.
1: (laughs) Jim Carrey is known for his humor. And he's also lately known for him for being a total weirdo. But uh, in this movie, he is neither funny nor weird. He's just not right for this character at all. Oh man, I can't wait to review this movie <laughs> I can't uh, wait for us to go see it I know, seriously And uh, good old uh, uh, Geek So To Speak contributor uh, Darth Vibbert uh, We had been talking with him briefly About this trailer He and his son had the privilege to go And see an early screen. That's right movie.
0: They saw and, this movie months ago <laughs>
1: And at the time, they even provided feedback because they were so like disappointed by it. Now, I don't want to put words in his mouth, but I did ask him a few questions. I was like, "Hey, based on this trailer, is this going to happen? Is this going to happen? And if this happens, is this also going to happen?" And he's like, "Yep, yep, called it. Yep, pretty much. (laughs) Able to put it together. The movie. I I pretty much figured out the entire movie based on that two minute trailer. And uh, it does not make me any bit more interested in seeing the movie."
0: Yeah. I just feel bad because of all the work that it's going to take to fix this problem. I mean, good for them that they're acknowledging that they messed up. And the fact that they acknowledged it so fast and are saying that they're going to fix it, to me, feels like somebody knew this was a bad idea. (laughs) And was like, I'm telling you, nobody's going to like it. Yeah, And when nobody liked it, it he's like, see, nobody likes it. And now they're (laughs) going... They're back. I don't know who who's responsible, but I feel like somebody tried to tell the, the studio that this was bad. But I mean, I don't know if it's as simple as just swapping out a model in this because, I mean, you got eyelines, you got shadows and things like that. So I'm really just I feel bad for the people who have to who has spent a long time already on this.
1: Oh yeah,
0: <laughs> are having to throw it all away. It's going to turn
1: into like Rockstar hours. Getting Red
0: Dead Redemption. It might be. <laughs> it might be. It might be. But oh, I mean, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. Song of that chug hits theaters this November, and I'm sure you're all waiting with bated breath what we are going to say about it, especially Shaw. Oh yeah.
1: Oh yeah.
0: <laughs> I can't wait to butcher uh, that piece of shit. Oh, oh, man, man. <laughs> he's so angry. He's going in angry already. Like I'm going to give it a chance. I know it's going to be dumb. I know it's a movie for children. But shut up, man! He's like, "Fuck you, Sonic!" <laughs> I'm gonna roast it. I'm gonna roast it.
1: Oh yeah! Um, um, all right, moving what? on, Moving along. Okay, so um, this is we're not going to spend really much of any time on this other than to let our fans know, let our our, our listeners know that the uh, the newest, or actually the first trailer for Watchmen is yeah, now. it just came out today. By the way, for those that are curious, we're recording this on Wednesday, May eighth. Um, in the evening, so uh, we just saw the trailer earlier today for watchmen on hBO uh, this is a series going to be produced by Damon Lindelof uh, from lost and um, oh gosh what am I blanking oh uh, leftovers on hBO and mm-hmm. a bunch of other stuff i mean Damon Lindelof has had his his uh, his fingers in a lot of different holes.
0: <laughs> yeah, surprised there's not a lawsuit. <laughs> that's
1: right. That's right. But uh, for the Watchmen fans out there, maybe you enjoyed Zack Snyder's uh, version of the of the characters and the story. Um, you're going to get in a different version, still keeping in the same universe of the Watchmen, um, and this sort of takes place. Uh, they said it takes place in the same cinematic universe but not necessarily a sequel or prequel. They haven't really kind of made that very clear. So it's hard to hmm. tell by the, the trailer. It's, the trailer is appropriately um, careful in its, its plot developments. Uh, we do see a fair amount of characters that are all have the uh, Rorschach uh, masks on their face. And we see some Jeremy Irons looking like a badass Um, but we don't know a whole lot. We also have Don Johnson in the, in the show. So yeah, yeah, good old Miami vice is somehow making his appearance with a cowboy hat. So I don't know what he has to do with it, but but I'm an HBO fan. I'm currently watching game of Thrones. So when Watchmen comes out, I'll definitely give it a shot.
0: Yeah. I watched the trailer. I'm not super duper familiar with the Watchmen. I have like a passing knowledge of the Watchmen. Um, it certainly looked interesting. Yeah. But they don't really give you a whole heck of a lot of of an explanation of what's actually happening in the in the story, or if it if they did, it flew right over my head. Yeah. Um, it's very
1: it's it's very cryptic and there's not even really an understanding of who the characters are at this point either. Like there's not a lot of recognizable faces. <laughs> Uh, some of the characters are are original. This whole story itself is original, so it's not going to be um, based on a comic book storyline. It's going to be sort of taking things to the next level, um, which may or may not be effective. But uh, the, the Watchmen movie itself that came out back maybe about, what, 10 years ago,
2: mm-hmm. um,
1: that movie was pretty divisive with audiences. You either liked it or you really didn't like it. That's so. true.
0: It was divisive now that you think about it because everybody was like, Why is there a blue penis? <laughs> or That's right, I don't man. mind blue penis.
1: <laughs> People were who, all. Who has one. an issue with blue penis? I mean, really, come on.
0: Come on. You guys.
1: <laughs> anyway, so that was a real short little article. So I'm going to go again, Wonder Rob, because that oh. was like
0: nothing. He's going to go twice. I'm going to go twice. All right. All, I'm all right. Give you guys
1: some, some real good, real good stuff.
0: All right, well then I'm ready. I'm, I'm sitting on the edge of my seat shop. <laughs> what do you got?
1: All right, all right. So check this out. So um, for those that have a Nintendo Switch or oh. are considering mm-hmm. getting a Nintendo Switch, you're going to want to make sure you have one by July because the coolest fucking game is coming out in July, and it's called Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order. Now, we've previously talked a little bit about this, but today, uh, as of 11.56 a.m., IGN posted an article, and I want to share a little bit about that. Uh, there were 21 new details about the, the game that were recently uh, revealed. Uh, of which there's 27 playable characters so far that have been revealed. Uh, I'm not going to name them all, but some of my personal favorites off the list. Uh, we got Black Panther, uh, Captain America, who doesn't want to be Cap, Captain Marvel. Um, they've even got some Inhumans, like Crystal. And um, uh, gosh, there was... Well, Crystal would usually come with... Um, dang it, why am I forgetting the dog's name? Oh, in- the dog in Inhumans? Uh, lock, lockjaw, Lockjaw, yeah. So Crystal is it's a
0: Lockjaw
1: with Lockjaw, but then also we've got Doctor Strange. He's a big favorite of mine. Hulk, Iron Man. This time around, I'm actually sporting the T-shirt right now from uh, Spider Verse. Thanks, Darth Vibert. Uh, Miles Morales is going to be in the game, which is a first. So that's the first time he's ever appeared in an Ultimate Alliance game. Miss uh, Marvel. So Kamala Khan is going to be in it. So that's pretty fantastic. Uh, I say fantastic. Stretchy So she has her fa- stretchy arms just like Mr. Fantastic. Um, Nightcrawler has always been a personal uh, X Men favorite of mine. Definitely classic Peter Parker as Spider-Man. Rocket and Groot are actually a single playable character, so the, their combined forces are going to be like in the game together. So you don't play as one or the other. You play as their, them in a combo, which is the most ideal way to play that game. Um, Spider-Gwen is a first. We're going to get to see that. Wasp will be in the game. Wolverine is always in Ultimate Alliance, so it's good to see that Logan uh, has not taken a break in that regard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, plenty of uh, tutorials to sort of teach you how to fight are gonna be in the game. Uh, there's gonna be special attribute points that you gain by choosing teams uh, that already exist. And that's that's nothing new for Marvel Ultimate Alliance. That has always been the case. Maybe if you choose all girls, you'll get women of Marvel. Ooh. Or if you choose um, uh, like the spider people, you'll, you'll get wisecracking warriors or something, and you'll get extra bonuses. Throw Daredevil in with Luke Cage and Iron Fist and Jessica Jones. You got the Defenders. You know, it's like there's a lot of really cool ways to sort of boost your stats in the game when you're playing uh, when you're playing together. And this game is co-op, both local and online. So uh, I'm really excited to play this. I it would be it would give me a reason to get some kind of online subscription for the yeah. Switch. So, so we you might like get sucked into that. Them. Yeah, so Wonder Robin, I can totally enjoy this game. Um, some other big things, I won't read them all off to you, but um, I would say that probably the coolest stuff is that four, four characters are always on screen at the same time. So even in solo or duo players, you can level up four characters at once. And so as you level them up, they get more abilities. The abilities lead to synergy attacks, which are combos between heroes. Uh, in the previous games, they used to call those fusion attacks. and um, Like, that's pretty exciting. Like, how about, I mean, we've all seen this before. Iron Man shoots his Unabeam at Captain America's shield, and then he spits that laser, and it splits into a bunch of different lasers uh, hitting multiple targets. Like, how freaking fun is that going to be? There's so many other bosses you're going to fight along the way, other characters, DLC content. It's going
0: to be badass.
1: Do you have any favorite characters looking forward to Uh Wonder Rob.
0: Yeah, actually, when you mentioned the Defenders in particular, I was like, dude, I want to be all the Defenders. (laughs) Yeah, underrated. Yeah. Uh, Man, like, especially if you throw Punisher in there. I think, okay, if I was going to pick my four characters. Man, there's so many. Okay, so I would definitely have Spider-Man for sure. Like, no matter what, Spider-Man's on my team. I think I would also go Nightcrawler. Okay, all right. Because he is a B A M B A M F when he's making those bamps bamps. See what I did there? Double. Okay, so Spidey, nightcrawler. I'd probably get Logan. I'd probably throw Wolverine in there too because Daddy likes Logan. Snick, snick. Uh, Let's see. Snick stick snick, stickers, you guys. Hungry? Why wait? Snick stick. <laughs> um man. Man. You know what? Just for fun, I'm gonna throw Miss Marvel. I would throw Miss Marvel. Get those stretchy arms. I like her
1: character a lot. She's a lot of fun because she's kind of like Deadpool. She kind of like breaks the fourth wall a little bit too. Mm-hmm. And she mm-hmm. she's like she fangirls big time. And I, I love that about her. Like on the pages of the comic books, whenever she's interacting with other other heroes, she's just so excited to be there. She's so in <laughs> awe of the other heroes. Like, she, and it would be. That's how I would be as a hero too. Like if I was just like suddenly like hanging out next to Iron Man and we like needed to fight together, I'd totally be like, like, Oh my God, Iron Man, take a picture with me. (laughs) Who would your, who's your go-to for the four? Uh, For the four, definitely Wolverine. I always pick Wolverine for my team. right, No doubt about it. Um, I'd be really interested to see what the rocket group combo would look like. So I would definitely want them on my team. Uh, I'd be all about Dr. Strange. That, ah, yes. that mystic factor that would uh-huh. that would be really cool, and then to sort of uh, sort of combat everything, so we've got Wolverine with some agility and strength and just rage. We've got Rocket and Groot with the firepower as well as the reach for the Groot. We've got Doctor Strange with mystical stuff. So I would want I would want somebody totally different from all of that, and I think I would have to pick.
0: Mm. Who do you got? Who do you got, Chef? Mm. Who do you got? Mm. I don't know question. if your team can beat my team. I don't know. I would have to go
1: with... Captain America. Miles Morales. Miles the, Morales. For the invisibility. Okay. For
0: the invisibility. Oh, and that spider strike. <laughs>
1: right. right, that toxicity.
0: All right, <laughs> that's fair. That's fair. All right. Well, uh, I think you're going to have to cave and get that Nintendo monthly service <laughs> right. The, the one right. that you said you are never gonna get. <laughs> suddenly, suddenly I have a reason. Suddenly, I have a reason. Oh, I can't wait! I can't. July
1: nineteenth, 19th, July nineteenth, it comes out.
0: Oh man, that's coming up, man. It's
1: coming and, up, and like I highly day. recommend for those that are interested. Nintendo, uh, the eShop, they always reward you for for pre ordering your games. You get those extra points, the coins, the Nintendo coins, and you get to use those towards discounts on future games. So if you're gonna, if you're thinking about getting a game. Always pre-order because you will benefit from it in the long run.
0: Maybe I will have a uh, beaten Red Dead Redemption Two by then. <laughs> Maybe I'll start we, playing a <laughs> new game. <laughs> Maybe we'll see. Uh, all right, folks. Moving on. You know what? I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it Marvel. Let's keep it Marvel, you guys. So today, this is sort of breaking news. There's some rumored Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three plot tale. Plot details, excuse me. resurfacing or surfacing depending on how you look at it, depending on when you're listening to this.
1: I'm interested.
0: So, <laughs> I'm interested. I like your style, shut off. That was a that was a deep Broadway cut for our <laughs> listeners. I don't know. If you get that reference, uh please comment either on our Facebook page <laughs> or or Twitter or Instagram because I'm dying to know if anybody actually got <laughs> Say it one more time for him, Shoff.
1: I'm interested.
0: Okay. His tone of voice in particular, too, is really part of the reference. (laughs) Okay. All right. So there is a Twitter user, Roger Wardell. Now, this gentleman uh, has made the habit of sharing what you would say supposedly insider information about Marvel movies uh, in the past. And in hindsight, a lot of what this guy has been dripping has been true, or for the most part has been true in one aspect or the other. Um, There's not really any information if he, like, what his position is with Marvel or how he's getting a hold of this information, but he's like the uh, Nostradamus of Marvel movies. And so your boy, Roger Wardell, dropped a little bit of information on Guardians of the Galaxy 3 today. Now, that being said, before I tell you what this guy said... Consider this a maybe spoiler warning because these are just rumors after all, and Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 is still like two years away at best. But maybe I'm spoiling you. So here it comes, you guys. You've been warned. So it goes as follows these are the details for Guardians of the Galaxy 3 Rocket's creator is the high evolutionary. Drax is in for a big surprise. When he discovers his daughter is alive, Rocket also gets a love interest in the form of Lila. Nebula and Star Lord will grow into closer friends. And that's what you get for the Squeakwolf.
1: Ooh, can I comment on that real quick? <laughs>
0: shoot. Um, I don't know if we have enough time, Sean. <laughs> okay, fine.
1: All right. So for those that don't know anything about Lila, which until this very moment, I did not know okay. anything about Lila. I just looked her up. Enlighten um, them. Enlighten them, Sean. All right. So the interesting thing about Lila is that she is uh, the, the soulmate of, uh, of Rocket Raccoon and also a former associate. In fact, in the um, Guardians of the Galaxy, the first movie, when they're all lined up um, uh, in like the, I don't know, prison line or whatever, when they're sort of like being interrogated and it shows their sort of criminal background and what they've been uh, caught for before. And it refers to to Rocket as Subject 89P13, alias Rocket. His known associates include Groot and Lila. So as early as the first movie, they actually mentioned Lila. So that would be really interesting if they brought her back into the fold. She is a she's,
0: sentient otter. Yes, I was about to say, isn't she is an otter? <laughs> That's what I thought.
1: Yeah, she, she sure is. Um, and she's hot, man. I'm just kidding. <laughs> for an
0: otter. Hey, for an otter, this, man. This ugh. is a no-judgment podcast, dude. Nobody is going to judge you <laughs> if you totally jack it to otters.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <totally find> it.
0: <laughs> Look at him. Look how hard he's laughing. Uh. <laughs> that sounds a little like we hit it on the head. You guys, you know what I want to see actually um, is an, an otter and a raccoon make out. I hope that's in the movie. Come oh, on. yeah, Come Lots on. Of tongue, Lots of tongue. They can't even, like, I don't know. I'm not going to get into the, the physics of animals kissing. Shoff, get your mind out of the gutter. <sighs> Dude. Yeah, cold, Dude. Shower. Dude. cold shower. Now, here's what I think is interesting about these details. And uh, spoiler for Endgame, although the movie's made $2 billion, which we're going to talk about in a minute, so I highly doubt anybody listening to this hasn't seen it. But there's no mention of Thor. True. In, in these details now uh shaf and i last week uh exclaimed profusely how much we want thor to be part of the guardians of the galaxy and oh, well, we were all on, me, on board bring on me as guardians of the galaxy bring that oh, i love that i love that scene where they're just looking at each other like <laughs> like who's the captain of the ship and <laughs> and thor's just giving them that look like sure <laughs> but you know i could kill you <laughs> <laughs> like there's nothing you can do to stop me <laughs> like i want more of that like i just want big fat thor and i want big fat thor with peter quill that's what i want <laughs> but i think this is an interesting an interesting uh path um especially drax getting a little bit more of a um, I don't want to say a character arc, but maybe a resolution to his story since this is probably the last Guardians movie. Uh, Rocket, like I can sort of see this sort of being the tail end actually for pretty much everybody. You know, Drax is in for a big surprise when he discovers his daughter is alive, so that can be sort of the tail end of his story. Rocket gets a love interest, tail end of his story. Nebula and Star Lord grown closer friends, you know, tail of their story, tail end of their story. So, I mean, maybe. It could be legit, you guys. Could be legit. There's also no mention of Gamora. And I yeah. thought
1: that was sort of like a potential plot point of the sequel, especially based on uh, Endgame and uh, and things like that. Granted, we didn't give you guys a spoiler warning on that, but spoiler it's ban has late. been lifted. Spoiler ban has been lifted according to the Russo brothers. So if you didn't see it by, uh, yet, then that's really on you, okay?
0: Yeah, Tony Stark dies. <laughs> He fucking dies. <laughs> it's your own fault. <laughs> what are you doing? Oh, but for real, like if you've gone, actually, if I swell you on Tony Stark dies, I'm not sorry about it, but congratulations to you for making it this far. <laughs> Good job.
1: Yeah. And what is going on in your life that would prevent you from getting to the theater at least once? I've seen Endgame three times so far.
0: They, they're they showing, like, all the really good moments now, like in the online ads. Like oh, yeah, yeah. All the it's good all, stuff. And it's
1: all over social media, like, all of those, like, quick little bits and pieces. Plus, as we're going to get to in a moment, the Spider-Man Far From Home trailer is, in fact, a spoiler for Endgame. So Yeah, it's
0: true. It's also <laughs> a spoiler. <laughs> but, hey, it's been two weeks. Come on, you guys. Go, get over yourselves. That's right. <laughs> all right. So that's that on Guardians of the Galaxy, you guys. Oh, yeah. All right. So um, I'm going to... You know what? You kept going the last time. I'm going to keep going. Okay? Do it. I'm going to keep going. So we mentioned it uh, very briefly, and we don't have to get too much into this because this is not a surprise to anybody, but Avengers Endgame broke $2 billion, with a B, in the box office uh, in record time, nonetheless. And it's on pace to dethrone Avatar. Dare I say one of the most overrated movies oh, God, ever made? That movie. Um, now, to be fair, past Rob loved it. Okay, past Rob loved it, but present day Rob can't tell you what the movie's about. I don't even remember. Oh, I'll tell
1: you what it's about. It's about uh humans trying to obtain uh material that's... called unobtainium. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh and people who basically jack in to a system and assume the body of a blue-skinned alien creature and uh that is the in fact an avatar and i don't think sam worthington has had a movie since that movie uh, uh that has had any kind of relative success and um james cameron can suck my left nut because wow, man he's a piece of shit and uh Whoa. uh and and i have no desire to see any additional uh one of the 37 avatar sequels that's coming down the pike um We'll watch them, but I won't enjoy them.
0: Man, you are mad today. I don't want any movie
1: (laughs) to be better than Endgame right now. And right now, that movie is better than Endgame. Not for long, but currently, it sits at a place higher than Endgame. And that means it sucks.
0: Oh, man. So you saying Sam Worthington not being in anything worthwhile since Avatar really got me curious. So I went to his IMDb page. I'm like, I'm going to see if I can prove shop wrong here. First of all... Uh, the first four credits is Avatar five four three and 2. Uh, so great. Fantastic. C- good job for signing on for four more, Sam Worthington. Oh, man. But you know what? I'm scrolling through his, his IMDb right now. And I can safely say that I haven't heard of most any of these. He was in Call of Duty be- 4 Black Ops. The only Um, other
1: movie that he was in, I think, after Avatar was Terminator
0: Salvation. Yeah, he was in Terminator Salvation as Marcus Wright, Um, but that doesn't necessarily mean anything. If you saw,
1: the movie was was horrible, got terrible reviews. Um, One of Christian Bale's probably lowest rated movies of all time. Uh, Yeah, it was very subversive, and the trailers gave away the entire twist of the movie. So he was in Clash
0: of the Titans. That movie also was bad. (laughs) Release the crack. Remember when that was a big big meme before memes were really memes? That's right. (laughs) Everybody was saying it. Okay, so you're right. Um, He was in a movie called Kidnapping Mr. Heineken, uh, The Shack, and uh, Dreamland. But I don't know what any of those are about. So I think you're right, Shaw. Sam worthless Man. (laughs) And why do you hate James Cameron so much? Uh, I hate
1: him because he is too much of an egocentric maniac. He, he really like thinks himself to be the most amazing person in the entire world because he made the movie Titanic. And because he films with IMAX cameras and nobody else does that. But oh yeah, wait, a lot of people do. So you're not that original. And he like makes these passion projects of Avatar when no one asks for them, nor does anyone care about them. And that's why, as we'll find out in a moment, Disney pushes them
0: to the fringe of their release schedule. Man. And this has been an open letter to James Cameron. That's right. Come at me, bro. Oh, man. (laughs) All right. Well, I don't know how we got all the way on to hating James Cameron, but the point (laughs) is... (laughs) <laughs> the game is making all the money. It's on track <laughs> to be the record, uh, or to the record holder for biggest movie of all time. So, do yourselves a favor, everybody, and go see Endgame uh, for a third time. Or if you are one of the unlucky few that I happen to spoil about the ending, I'm sorry. Just go see it anyway. It's still good, even if you know Tony Stark's going to die. It's still good.
1: We all speculated he was going to die before we saw it, anyways. Yeah, it's it didn't fine. The impact of his loss. So.
0: It's not like I said, Captain America picks up Thor's hammer. So it's not a big spoiler. Yeah, not like okay. that. Okay. All right. <laughs> so that puts us into a very interesting story. Uh, all the Disney and Fox movie release dates through 2027 have been released. Shaf, why don't you give us the lowdown? Ooh, okay. So, in addition, we just
1: talked about Avatar. Well, guess what? There are four more movies for Avatar yep. on the way. <laughs> Great. Yay. In addition to that, there are three new Star Wars films that are coming as well. Not yet titled, but they will follow the Star Wars 9 Rise of Skywalker uh, movie. And um, they'll be released on the weekends before Christmas. Pretty much the same schedule that these Star Wars movies have had over the past few years. Uh, 2022, 2024, and 2026. That's like crazy to think that far out. That we've got movies coming but in addition to that some other big things coming down the pike in you know for those broadway musical lovers uh this was actually the first musical i was ever in as an actor and that's west side story but they're doing an
0: adaptation of west side Story. me too actually no way really yeah um it was at mesa encore theater uh in mesa arizona uh i auditioned for that show on a whim I don't even really remember why I decided to audition for a show, um, but I did, and they were like, "You've got black hair. Can you can you act?" And I was like, "I don't know." Can you <laughs> sing? I was like, "Yeah." They're like, "Put him in the back. He's with the sharks." Yeah, he's shark. <laughs> like, probably a shark. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I stood there, and uh, when I played Lurch in the Adams Family, it was virtually the same part that I had. In the <laughs> first story. Did you have a character name in as a uh, shark? You know what I. I did, but I don't remember it. <laughs> I don't remember. It. It's, it's a character name. No, it was Luis. That's Luis right. I was going to say, is it like Ignacio or something? But <laughs> what's interesting is that Luis, the character named Luis appears nowhere in the script. Like, I think it's just an arbitrary name. They're like, uh, Luis? <laughs> like, they were trying to think of a Hispanic-sounding name, and they're like, Luis. <laughs> <laughs> he looks like a Luis. Uh, but the difference between West Side Story and Lurch is that I had a lot more fun playing merch. Oh yeah.
1: I played action in West Side Stories. So oh, that
0: doesn't surprise me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Action is referred to as a cat-like ball of fury in the script, which is very accurate for me because when you get me going, I can be a total like force to be reckoned
0: with. But- That's true. Shop has since has retired from stage acting. He's he's what's the word? He's blooming, he's blossoming in voice acting right now, but he gave up stage acting so I could finally get a Zoni nomination. Uh, That's crap, dude. (laughs) You you could get one regardless. You could get
1: one regardless. I I just quit because (laughs) I was done, man. I I achieved all I wanted to. I was content. And and now I'm also in a spot, I'm kind of in a weird age range where I'm a little too young to play a, a dad on screen, on screen, on stage. But I'm a little, well, a little, a little lot too old to play a uh, teenager. So um, there's not a lot of parts uh, for a guy like me in musicals right now. So uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not missing out you know, on anything. If I can keep
0: landing parts, you can keep landing
1: parts. Uh, I'd, I'd, have to shave, I'd have to shave this beard and it's a pretty luscious beard. So
0: Yeah, I was going to say you would have to shave. I think the beard is what really holds people back like in our age range. Because true. you're you're playing younger. But for the listeners
1: it. that don't know, I am a silver fox. I'm like super delicious and a tasty <laughs> I'm super delicious. <laughs> First of all, I'm super <laughs> I'm gonna write this down please. and uh and I've got lots of salt and pepper in this beard and uh I just don't want to get rid of it. It's probably one of my my best my best qualities. Um Moving along. <laughs> um,
0: so yeah, I'm, writing. I'm writing the word super delicious down. <laughs> Hold on. I'm remembering that for the show notes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> did, you also, okay. did you also write down tasty snack? Because I put that one
0: down. Uh, 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 here we go. <laughs> <Tasty>. <laughs> snack. Perfect. Okay. Um, All right. What else What else is there, yeah, In
1: addition to West Side Story, also, uh, and that, by the way, that comes out in the holidays of 2020, uh, Cruella, opens then too. So there's going to be a live action Cruella de Vil, uh, which I guess we need. Um, But then Wonder Rob, I don't want to steal your thunder here. There are also 11 untitled Marvel
0: films. That's true. That's true. There's a lot of untitled Marvel films and I'm actually really interested in, I was having a conversation with my wife actually about this, how, gosh, like, i don't remember how long ago age of ultron was so 12 to 2014 i think so right around age of ultron when marvel had their big press conference and told us the next like five years six years of movies uh i think we've even talked about our experience with that before on the show because i remember talking with you back and forth immediately do like, make making doctor strange whoa <laughs> um i'm i'm really curious to see are they going to do that again like are they going to have a big fat press conference? I'd be like, guess what? Here it all comes. The Eternals. Boom. Moon Knight. Boom. Fantastic Four. Boom. Like, they're just going to, like, blow our minds. Uh, so the fact that there's 11 untitled Marvel movies really gets me excited.
1: Oh, my gosh. You can only get so hard.
0: You can only get so hard. You can only be as diamonds. You can only cut glass. You can't... <laughs> Can't now, get harder than cutting glass. Now, for the
1: five the five people in the world who have been excited for the new mutants movie that um, has been sort of in the planning slash production slash post production slash waiting process for basically years now. Um, guess what? You're going to keep waiting because Disney pushed, pushed it, it. They pushed it back to 2020. It's going to come out a little less than a month before the next Marvel movie. Of the first of those eleven movies that we talked about, uh, that one is going to be out in May. So after Spider-Man: Far From Home, we're actually going to experience our longest <clears throat> hiatus from Marvel films since I believe Iron Man Three.
0: Might be it. Might be yeah. So, well, I think I think it's a good time though to sort of I don't want to say give it a rest, but yeah. you know the the. The big arc of Infinity War, the epilogue with Spider-Man, just like okay, cool, we we'll give it a rest. We don't even know what the next movie is going to be. It could be, it could be anything at this point. So,
1: I and mean, we have some theories, obviously. That certainly said what's in production. We know that there's a Black Widow movie happening. We know that uh, that there is a Ching. I'm sorry, I said that wrong. Shang. Chi yeah Shang-Chi mm-hmm. movie that's coming out uh, very little known about that character um other than he is a kung fu master um and can duplicate himself uh, kind of interesting
0: you know what that would be really ballsy if that's the first one wouldn't it it would be yeah because it's a character nobody knows about it'll have nothing to do with end game or any sort of post end game real storyline because he wasn't connected with it like that would actually be a very interesting first choice. It, it sure would,
1: because it would kind of force us to pay attention a little bit more to it. Because I, I honestly I don't know very much about the character, and because of that, I'm not super hyped. But then again, uh, knowing that the Eternals is also on the docket for uh, Marvel movies, and they keep talking about casting uh, for that one, and and uh, their various people, I'm, it's starting to kind of get me more and more excited about that. Plus the Eternals are uh, a race of beings that factor into Thanos as well, because Thanos is a deviant and the, the Eternals and the deviants have a long, rich history uh, as well. So I feel like there's, it would be a really great kind of cosmic point that takes place way in the past that we've not yet explored. So it'd be kind of fun for them to kind of go that route. So um who knows what's going to happen next? But there's Doctor Strange 2, Guardians of the Galaxy 3. I mean, there's a lot of things that we know about and plenty that we can only speculate. So Yeah.
0: There's also um, of interesting things of note. Untitled Indiana Jones coming out in 2021. Indiana Jones and the kids who won't get off my lawn. indiana jones and the aarp weekly meetings (laughs) indiana jones and the dinner at 2 p.m that's it that's all i got indiana jones and i've fallen and i can't get up Indiana Jones and the, I pooped my pants because I'm old and lost control of my bowels. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Indiana, Jones. Times. Indiana Jones and while you're out, could you pick up my medicine?
0: <laughs> Indiana Jones and the what? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, gosh. I think I'll let you win that one. Old people are dumb. (laughs) Oh, man, I shouldn't say that. We're old. All right. I'm in my early 70s, and Shafi's 96. So that's that, you guys. (gasps) All right. So we have a lot to look forward to. A lot to look forward to in the future from Disney. Uh, But what we're looking forward to the soonest from Disney This is it. The big, big story of the week. Marvel slash Sony dropped a brand new trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home. And this trailer has a a bit of significance, of course, because it's the first movie after Endgame. We speculated certain plot points about Endgame from the very first Spider-Man trailer. We are like, hmm, isn't it interesting that you know who isn't in the trailer? Hmm. And now... The trailer has premiered. It it was essentially the marker for when Endgame spoilers are going to be allowed. And immediately before the trailer even starts, you got your boy Tom Holland saying, Hey, if you haven't seen Avengers Endgame, do yourself a favor and don't watch this. Because we are going to spoil the heck out of this movie, y'all. That's that's how he sounded. Um, So... We got our first trailer for Spider-Man Far From Home. Now, before we break down this trailer, I just want to know, Shaf, if you, can, if you can get some pin Particles, put on your quantum suit, and go back in time to Monday after you first watched the trailer, what was it like? OK, so were you ready. Was your body not ready? No, my body is never ready for a
1: Marvel trailer. Never ready. I loved every second of it. I was so glad that it was there. Um, it was the kind of trailer that I remember. I vividly remember watching it because it was I was getting ready in the morning and it was way before you were awake. <laughs> yeah. What were you doing up before me? And I'm the one with a five month old. <laughs> well, I always have to wait. I'm up by 530 every morning um, so I can get ready for work. And then, crazy. so, and I, I, it was, it dawned on me while I was getting ready that it was going to be available. And I was like, I quickly checked my phone and it was there. It was like it had just posted maybe like minutes prior. I, I, I was like, babe, 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 babe. Wake we, up. We can, <laughs> we can watch. So she's already, she's already at, at her computer, computer working on stuff. She's, she's doing her journal entries and things like that. Uh, I'm like, babe, can you take a moment? Let's watch this. Let's watch this together. I was like, you just saw Endgame, so let's watch this. And uh, and so she stops what she's doing, and we start watching on my phone, and the dogs are barking oh, throughout the whole thing. I was like, do you have any decency? Shut up, <laughs> dogs! Like, Give me two goddamn minutes to enjoy this trailer. So anyway, so I watched it a bunch more times. I would say by the end of the day, I probably had watched it at least 17 times. Man! And, and I loved it every single time. It was it was
0: awesome sauce. What do you What did you think? Um, so I'll go back in time until my day yeah. <laughs> when the Spider-Man trailer came out. So I woke up uh, hours uh, apparently later than shop that morning. I think I woke up at like six forty-five or something like that. That's usually when the boy starts like like Dad, I pooped my pants and I'm hungry. Uh, <laughs> Every day with this, they don't tell you that about babies. Also, babies fart a lot. Like, I don't know if it's just my baby, but babies fart a lot. But okay, anyway, moving on. So, of course, first thing I do is just like any red-blooded American, I grab my phone and I look at it, and I see uh, dozens of messages from you and from uh, Geek, so to speak, contributor Darth Vibert. And I open up my uh, messenger, and it's Spider-Man Far From Home trailer. So immediately, before I even checked on my boy, I ran to my computer and I posted it to the Geek So To Speak Facebook page because the Geek So To Speak Facebook page is your source outside of the podcast for all things geek. You want to be liking the Geek So To Speak Facebook page. You do. Uh, That reminds me, we didn't do our ad break, so we got to do our ad break after (laughs) after this. Um, But then I was running out of time. The baby was, start, was starting to stir. Uh, I was getting closer and closer to time for work. And on Monday, Monday for me, uh, being in the design and engineering biz, it's always one of the busiest days of the week. So I really didn't have any time to watch it. Actually, sit down and watch it till I got home from work. And so I'd been dodging people talking about it, Twitter, Twitter highlights, you guys. I was like, man, I just want to watch it. So finally, I got home and watched it. I dragged my wife from whatever she's doing. I said, we're going to watch this. <laughs> and there were a lot of interesting things. And we both, we both liked it. We both paused, like, I paused the trailer and looked at my wife when, when uh, he said multiverse. Because I was like, I bet you they're going to talk about multiverses. Before, before the trailer even started, I was like, I bet you. I bet you that's what they're going to talk about. Uh, and of course, she, being her usual Marvel self, she was like, that looks good. And then got up and left. me i was like rewind watch it over and over again uh but of course i enjoyed it so uh let's let's break down that trailer you guys so yeah let's let's do that so of course this isn't a post end game universe so very first shot we see is spider-man uh perched up on a building looking at a mural of iron man and there are iron man pictures throughout this trailer (laughs) I mean, he's pretty much everywhere. So I would—I'm making the assumption that it is public knowledge at this point that Iron Man defeated Thanos, Thanos the anus, um, and you know, essentially saved humanity. Although I don't see why there are any Professor Hulk uh, pictures because Professor Hulk's the one who snapped his fingers. But you know, yeah, maybe he, that'll be didn't in get there. no
1: love. Didn't get or, no love
0: or maybe this is a classic Marvel misdirect and all the murals really are of the Hulk because you can't trust Marvel anymore with these trailers. Although I do feel like this trailer gave away the whole story (laughs) of the movie. I feel like I know what's going to happen in this movie point by point. Um, An interesting part of this trailer is that your boy Spidey is also wearing his iron spider suit. Now you get a, a scene of him dispatching some thugs. You don't really know what they're from or if, if they're associated with anybody or what even's going on, but they're, he's, he's bouncing around this restaurant, just, you know, taking his, his spider arms out and just like kicking and flipping people. And I'm sort of, I don't know how much I like it. I, I mean, I like the look of the costume, but part of me is like, does Spider-Man really need to be running around in like an iron spider suit? Mmm,
1: does that make sense i totally agree with you uh there i like the iron spider suit but it was only for it was for a purpose like it served a purpose for infinity war obviously tony brought it out because because peter couldn't breathe in space and uh and so he needed something that was going to you know fully enclose him and give him the oxygen he needs and whatever else um but to wear it after the fact I gotta say, it's not my favorite design of a suit. I much, much, much prefer the Stark suit from Spider-Man: Homecoming and yeah. and uh, and Civil War. That suit is is perfect, in my opinion. Does not need to be adjusted in any way, shape, or form. The colors, everything looks so great on it. And I'm glad that we do see that costume just a few seconds later in uh, the aspect of the trailer when we see Peter has sort of uh, met up with. Uh, with uh, Nick Fury and Nick Fury has sort of taken him via a boat into this like kind of like underground catacomb type setup, like underneath I don't know what you would call it, but it's, it's clearly wherever he is in Europe on this European trip, he's like in this like secret lab area Mm -hmm. and uh, he's wearing his Stark suit. So definitely does take the Stark suit. Doesn't seem like he's taking the, the iron spider suit I don't quite know what happens to the iron spire suit why he wouldn't take it or if it's like exactly what it is is it just um uh, like a button he presses on his suit that creates the plating around
0: him or if it's more than that not really sure mind control dude this is stark tech we're talking about Um, (laughs) part of me thinks that he's keeping it because you know he misses stark or he feels bad about what happened to him or is like a way to honor him or just like you know he just is he's coping with the loss of Tony Stark, maybe, and he's just like not taking off the Iron Spider suit. Um, but part of me, the only reason I really don't like it is just because traditionally Spider-Man doesn't really rely on like tech suits to you know get his his uh, heroing done. But on the other side, we've had those stories before. This is I'm not your daddy's inter inter. Uh, I, I forgot what I was going to say. I don't even know a word I was just trying to say, but this isn't your daddy's interpretation of of Spider Man. So I'm I'm open to the idea, but I'm I do like that. Essentially, he's not going to have it the whole time.
1: Yeah. Um, in addition to that suit, there's also the stealth suit that was- dude.
0: That stealth suit is looking good. It
1: looks so good, but I got to say it's kind of funny because he's wearing a stealth suit, but in the shot that you see him in the trailer, it's a very well lit area <laughs> like it's it's like the last that guy in all black suit. yeah it's like the last suit that you should probably wear if you're gonna be in a really bright spot <laughs> so i found that to be interesting like the concept of stealth is sort of
0: it's loosely followed <laughs> i like it though because the there was um a suit very similar to this in the spider-man game on playstation 4 and that was my I, I always, when I play video games, like Red Dead Redemption Two, for example, which we've talked about a hundred times, or uh, Spider Man is another good example. I always like end up putting myself in the headspace of the person that I'm playing. So, like, I play Arthur in Red Dead a particular way because he's an outlaw, and I'm like, this is what an outlaw would do. But Spider Man, I would, I would. I would switch between the costumes like when it was daytime I'd be the red and blue and then it was nighttime and be like stealth mode baby nobody can see me coming and I would put on the all black stealth suit. Uh, in the okay. Game. So like looking at this just makes me want to play the game or like play with action figures and I haven't played with action figures in a long time but it like brings that like feeling back. Oh, I'm like yeah. I like this costume I'm like it looks it's looking good son <laughs> It's looking very good. Um, but speaking of Stark things, there's also a shot in the movie of Peter Parker wearing Tony Stark glasses, the same glasses he was wearing in Infinity War. Um, very garish, uh tacky Tony Stark sunglasses. Um, yeah, the same ones he wears when he's like,
1: oh, I'm sorry, Earth is closed
0: today. <laughs> Squidward, Squidward! Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I, I showed my um my wife these sunglasses because on Instagram, I'm getting targeted ads for like Tony Stark glasses, get the same glasses, Tony Stark wears. So I showed my wife, these glass, these particular glasses An ad from showed up on my Instagram and I didn't tell her what they were, but I was like, should I get these sunglasses? Do you think these sunglasses will look, on me, look good on me? She looked right at it and said, Oh God, no. And then like went back to what she was doing. <laughs> <laughs> she hates the, the glasses, Tony Stark wears. Somehow
1: Robert Downey Jr. pulls it off, man. Yeah. He
0: pulls it off, man. It's just, I don't know something about him, um, <laughs> but I think these glasses probably still have the Tony tech in them, and so the 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 shot where he's lifting up his sunglasses like he's Marty McFly in Back to the Future, like I think he's seeing something within the glasses, like the glasses are showing him something. Totally I this is what's happening. Um, 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 let's see, what else do we got in here? I also liked that there was I'm I'm scrolling through the trailer right now. That's why I'm stopping, but. There was also a shot of Happy um, talking to Peter, and there was a Crusher Hogan wrestling poster behind him. It was very interesting. Very interesting uh, little Easter egg there. Yeah. uh, Because, I mean, obviously they're not, they're not, and they're not going to most likely do any sort of retelling of Spider-Man's origin in this series. So them having that there I thought that was a really neat little Easter egg Well
1: even in in addition to that Right below Crusher Hogan's name It's a little bit hard to read But it actually it says Bonesaw So it might even say Bonesaw
0: Oh Bonesaw is ready I got you for three minutes Get down here Three minutes of (laughs) playtime Hot dog fingers (laughs) Hot dog fingers R.I.P. Randy Savage. <laughs>
1: um, probably the, one of the coolest moments of the trailer is the meaning of Mysterio and, and Spider-Man.
0: He oh, yes. This uh, is the big talking yeah. point. Fury's
1: down there in this little catacomb-type uh, lab, and he's like, uh, this is Mr. Beck. Beck is from our Earth, ju- is from Earth, just not ours. Uh, you know, the snap tore a hole in our dimension." That was my, my fury right there. You're saying there's a multiverse? That yeah, was my uh, Tom Holland. That was your Tom Holland. That was pretty good. So yeah, yeah, so we get introduced to Quentin Beck, a.k.a. Mysterio, who according to this particular scene in the trailer is from another Earth. And A yeah, result- hero from another Earth. Uh, basically, yeah, exactly. A yeah, hero, a uh, keyword hero, um, and able to jump dimensions. Now, when I when I saw this and for the first time, I immediately turned to Katrina um sh- slash uh sweet gingerfish and said, that's not true.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Somebody that you say that because I did the same thing. I paused it on the TV, I turned and looked at her and I said, he's lying, is yeah. what I said. <laughs> and then I was I, like, he is
1: this as an opportunity to make his mystery entrance that much more believable because at this point, people will believe anything if Thanos can snap and 50% of the entire population of the world disappears in a, in an instant, then they're going to believe that this guy is capable of jumping in dimension too. But I will say this, because there is definitely um, a place in the comics where Mysterio is known for this. So in the Spider-Man comic, which is actually one of the first to introduce Miles Morales and also the team-up of Peter Parker and Miles Morales. Uh, In the Ultimate Universe, uh, basically, um, Mysterio projects himself into the Ultimate Universe. And uh, in doing so, he has like an avatar that represents him in that Ultimate Universe. And, uh, and Peter actually gets sort of transferred into that ultimate universe. And that's where he meets miles and they have to fight Mysterio in that world. Um, but meanwhile, Mysterio, the real Mysterio is still back in the other dimension, the other, uh, universe and, uh, and he's sort of operating him from afar. So it makes me wonder, I don't necessarily disagree or think that he's not telling that part of the truth, but I think that as far as the what caused it or this or that 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 might be a little bit different or this whoever this version of quentin beck is might not be the one we think it is i think there's more of a twist than we really know yet Cause I don't think you bring up the dimension hopping or the subsequent clip. Should we should probably talk about that too.
0: Yeah. Let's talk um, about the clip. Why I not?
1: I didn't watch the clip because I didn't want to be spoiled, but you got mad too. <laughs> I did. I was, I was bothered and I felt bad afterwards too. Cause I snapped and I really didn't mean to, but uh, uh O's so contributor, Darth Vibbert uh, shared a clip and told us uh, basically what happened in the clip. And uh, it, for those that don't want to be spoiled, You don't want to hear this part. Fast forward a few seconds. But um, uh, they mention specifically the names of the universes that are the different Earths. And they mention Earth, uh, the MCU proper, the prime universe, as 616. And then they mention that the universe that Quentin Beck is from is, what was it, 834? Is that right? 833. 833. Sorry. And uh, Wonder Rob, you knew this and I did not know this. Can you fill us in? So that we're all on the same page. The MCU, as far as we knew, is not 616. Yeah. But in
0: fact, so the comics, the main comic series, the main Marvel storyline, so not Ultimate or any, any sort of offshoot, is Earth 616, or always has been Earth 616 in the comics. The MCU was designated uh, by the official handbook of the Marvel Universe A to Z, volume five in 2008. Marvel, the Marvel Cinematic Universe was dubbed Earth. One nine 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 nine, or Earth one thousand, or excuse me, Earth one hundred ninety nine thousand nine hundred ninety nine. Uh, so that was that was the conversation Mark and I were having because Mark, uh, Darth Vibert, excuse me, <laughs> they called it six one six, and I was like, that's wrong. <laughs> it's Earth one nine 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 nine. Those bozos, and then Schaff chimed in. What are you doing? (laughs) No spoilers. (laughs) You got so mad. I was was like, I didn't watch the clip. I was just correcting what they said. And Chop didn't talk to us for the rest of the day. (laughs) (laughs) All right, moving
1: on, moving on, moving on. Okay, so, so Mysterio tells us all this, and then he's basically also indicates that he is there to hunt down these elementals basically these beings that represent the four uh, basic elements fire water earth air and we of course see these creatures throughout the trailer in various forms they all look freaking awesome i love the the models of these creatures they're very interesting to look at um especially the molten man version the one that kind of has like lava fire looking mm-hmm. thing like he looks pretty awesome i will say he does look
0: cool. He he reminds me of. Um, I'm totally blanking on the guy's name though. The uh, the being in Thor Ragnarok that ends up destroying Asgard.
1: Uh, searcher, searcher,
0: searcher, surcharge. Yes, surcharge. It looks <laughs> a lot like surcharge.
1: Yeah, totally. And of course, we still we also get um, what kind of looks like Sandman. But if it's actually the elementals from the comic books, then he the character's name is Magnum, and he controls earth minerals and rocks molten man and then hydro man who as we see in venice and uh hydro man of course controlling water uh and and uh what it looks like is spider-man and mysterio are teamed up and that is the other element that is so interesting is this trailer as well as the other trailer are so dead set on trying to convince the public that Spider-Man and Mysterio are partners in this all the way through, that they're allies.
0: Yeah, great. Fantastic. (laughs) For those of us
1: who know anything about Mysterio, we know that's not going to be the case. Sure, they might start out that way, but that is all part of his con. Whatever his his elaborate scheme is, it definitely involves befriending Fury and Spider-Man to keep them maybe off the scent of whatever he's really trying to do
0: yeah i'll get back into that in a minute but that's part of like i don't want to say gripe but why I like why i don't like the trailer while liking it at the same time i'll just put it that way that's the best way i'm gonna put it uh later in the trailer peter hey why can't thor help and he says thor's off world and he says where's captain marvel and it's like he's she's unavailable but i, I like that spider is just like hey you know there's a of these way more experienced superheroes, right? <laughs> uh, it's also I'm just the first kid. time that they ever refer to her as Captain Marvel. That's true. It's very interesting. That's true. And w- there's another shot. Uh, I'm just going to skip to later in the trailer. There's a shot of Peter talking to MJ on a bridge and MJ's. It's like, Oh, you're Spider-Man were you Spider-Man? And she has that look on her face. Like her eyes are always closed. <laughs> that actress and her eyes are always closed. Um, but I guess everybody just knows who Spider-Man is now because Spider-Man, like you see shots of him at the beginning of the trailer. He's sitting on rooftops in his badass iron spider costume with no mask on. <laughs> and now MJ has figured out who he is. He's just introducing himself to Quentin back. I'm Peter Parker um do secret identities exist in the mcu anymore <laughs> yeah i swear I don't that's know. always been my biggest problem with spider-man in the movies not just the mcu but also the sam raimi movies and the andrew garfield movies like he's well, got his mask off
1: all the time except for tony uh tony uh toby mcguire When you cast some good-looking Peter Parkers, I mean, you're gonna have to take that mask off,
0: man. Except for Tobey Maguire, you're you are on a burn roll today, my friend. I think Tobey Maguire looks like a baby (laughs) with adult clothes. I don't know. Oh, uh, I've seen a baby in adult clothes, my friend, and you, sir, are no baby in adult clothes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy.
1: Oh, so anyways, yeah. that yeah, that trailer, man, I'm really, really super, super psyched for it.
0: The I had a thought after the trailer. I, I wonder if, after, in a post-Endgame world, if the accords from Civil War aren't really a thing anymore.
1: I would sure hope so. That's a really good question. I mean, certainly, it seems like the public would have to be indebted to the Avengers or who all heroes in that regard. Maybe that they'd have to just abolish that whole thing. I, I wonder yeah. if they'll address that. That's a good question. They they probably should. That would be a a lingering plot hole if they don't mention it somehow.
0: Because it seems it seems since Civil War, the accords just like are less and less important. But you know. It is what it is. Yeah. Um, so my main—I don't want to say gripe with the trailer, but I—it's not the the content within the trailer. It's just how they what they chose to show us. Because I feel like you and I have pretty much described what's going to happen in the movie already. Like Spider Man goes on vacation, they track him down to help out with this problem. He meets Quentin Beck. Quentin Beck is a hero. But we all know what Mysterio is because we've all read Spider-Man comics and we've all seen the cartoon and things like that. We know that he's a a known liar (laughs) and is just a master of illusion and all this stuff. And so ultimately he's going to be the bad guy. The elementals were things he made up, you know, stuff like that. But on the other hand, Marvel's getting so good at just, at least lately, showing you what they want you to see in order to get you to think what they want you to think yeah. about certain things. So, because we know the chameleon is also in this movie.
1: Well, the the character, at least they know the first name is whatever. I'm blanking on the first name, but the first name is a match to chameleon's first name. And chameleon is, is isn't he the half brother of Craven? Isn't that right?
0: no. Uh, Yeah, I mean, that sounds
1: about right. I don't remember that
0: fact Uh, off the top of my head. Um, But but yeah, that could be be really interesting. Yeah, but it could be in the same sense how the Scorpion is in, you know, or Spider-Man Homecoming, you know what I mean? Like, he's just there, but he's not really the Scorpion. Yeah. Um, It's also been reported that despite rumors from last year that Michael Keaton is going to be reprising his role as the Vulture, that Michael Keaton will not be in this movie. Uh, Nor his daughter,
1: yeah, nor his daughter in the movie. Liz will not be in it too, which is I'm okay with. I thought she was a boring sack of potatoes in that first movie, so she might
0: be in her 20s now. (laughs) If she didn't get snapped, Peter's like, Hey, remember when you went on a date with me five years ago? Well, it felt like yesterday (laughs) (laughs) to me. That's a good point. Hey, by the
1: way, before we go any further, in Endgame, when Peter is in school and he sees uh, Ned from across the way, and they both like lock eyes, and they walk towards each other. And Ned's got that—he's just like you could tell, like tears are starting to form in his that eyes, and you, big doughy then, face. They do that very like um, emotional hand gesture thingamabob. Yeah, but my uh. my thought immediately was that would be that would be one to Rob and I. Yeah, that That's is cool. me and you at pretty much every time we see like, each other. If, if this we way. if yeah if but if we like both got snapped and we just happened to walk into school and saw each other from across the hall, there'd be tears, man there be tears.
0: there be, be tears, especially since we're in our 30s and we're walking into a high school. <laughs> <laughs> so be many tears, young be tears as we'd be handcuffed and, and carried out. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, we don't have kids here. Yes. Oh man. Uh, let it be known that we are making jokes. We do not condone 35 year old men. Oh, uh, shoot. Did I say 35? I meant 30s, mid 30s. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> being allowed into high schools. <laughs> That's. The end of that public service announcement. Uh, but, you know, I'm, I'm still hyped. I'm looking forward to seeing uh, how they wrap up this big endgame story and more of a closer look to a post-endgame world. So look forward to that review. Uh, it's only like, what, a month and a half away, something like that? Yeah, it comes out on July
1: 2nd. They actually boosted the date from, I think it was July 6th, uh, so moved it to July 2nd. So that's, oh, yeah, they're, it's going to be
0: like a Tuesday or something. Like yeah. So they're going to
1: take advantage of the July 4th weekend and just totally maximize their, their profits. It's going to be
0: awesome.
1: Yeah, buddy. Woo, sorry. Then, with that, let's take a quick short break so that everyone who's been listening has a chance to know where they can find us on social media, because we want you to uh, follow, like rate, f- uh, subscribe, review, all the things, do all the things. Yeah, here's just how. do all the things. Just do here's,
0: all the things. Here's how you can do all the things. Yeah, everybody, everybody listen to this. Hey gang, it's Wonder Rob again. And Shaff's here too. We just wanted to take a quick break to let you know where you can find us on social media. That's
1: right, catch us on Twitter at GeekSoToSpeakPC where I'll be tweeting and retweeting
0: all of the latest geek news. Also find us on Facebook and Instagram at GeekSoToSpeak Podcast where yours truly will be serving up those deliciously geeky posts, not to mention memes, trailers, articles, videos, and much, much more while of course, Jock celebrates his inner geek on Instagram with all kinds of geekgasm-inducing oh, pics and memes. <laughs> if you're
1: enjoying what you're hearing, let us know. Find us and follow us. Rate us and review us on iTunes, SoundCloud, and Google Play.
0: We got new episodes every week, so don't forget to tune in. Same geek time, same geek channel. It are bad. Did you listen to it? And you you know better at you, you better stuck around because now
1: we're going to get into some of those geek conversations.
0: It's time for some of those geek conversations. Excellent.
1: All right. So in a few weeks, Wonder Rob and I will be representing Geek, so to speak, at Phoenix Fan Fusion. We're super duper excited about that. being part of the press, having those media passes and being able to bring you all the scoops of what's going down at the event while we're there. Now, what we wanted to do is make sure to give you some time to, or give you some information so that you are prepared for this event.
0: Yeah, or at the very least, you get so pumped over this that you are going to fly to Phoenix and spend your hard-earned cash. That's it. That's it. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't necessarily say go to Phoenix Fan Fusion, but that's obviously an option.
1: Yeah, me. yeah.
0: I mean, certainly, if you happen
1: to be in Phoenix between Thursday, May twenty third, and Sunday, May twenty sixth, then you better get your butt down to the Phoenix Convention Center because Phoenix Fan Fusion is going to be in effect now. Um, for those that have been there before, they all know parking can be a little bit of a of a of a difficulty but it's not the end of the world. Uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion took care of this problem for you. They wanted to give you some heads up on where to go. There's also some discounts on this site. Uh, so we'll put the site in the episode description, but we'll also say it here. It's a HTTP colon backslash. I'm sorry, forward slash, forward slash. Uh, by the way, side note, before I go any further, whenever, whenever somebody gives a, a website address and refers to forward slashes as backslashes, it really bothers me because a forward slash angles forward, a backslash angles backward. But yet people confuse backslashes with forward slashes all the
0: time. Do you confuse backslashes with forward slashes? Get a brain. <laughs> Love,
1: Geek, so to speak that's right so http colon forward slash forward slash phoenixfanfusion.com forward slash hotel hyphen travel so if you have any parking questions go to there first you will find everything you need to know now you're probably asking yourself phoenix Fan Fusion, what is this i i know i've been yeah. to phoenix comic con uh, last year i went to phoenix comic,
0: fest. It Fran- comic fest yeah <laughs> 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 they're all the same thing. They're all the, same, the thing. same thing. you in guys. In
1: fact, this thing has been in, in effect since 2002 and it was previously called uh, Phoenix Cactus Comic-Con. And so it's gone through a few name changes over the years, but officially right now, Phoenix Fan Fusion is where it's at. And, uh, and definitely, you know, we wanted to give you some information about prices as well as some of the, the things and the people that you'll be able to see and do. And I don't mean people you get to do and things you get to see,
0: but that's a different convention. Yeah, down the street. What happens
1: after Yeah, what happens after conventions hours? That's all about you. But (laughs) uh, prices, prices. So these prices, by the way, right now are valid until May twenty second, at which point they will go up because they have been consistently going up. Um, as the weeks have progressed, there's always benefits to buying early if you plan on going to FanFusion. So, um, if you know for a fact that you're going to go the entire weekend, Thursday through Sunday, definitely get your hands on a full event pass, which is $85. The VIP ticket is $350. And that comes with all sorts of bells and whistles. Um, especially, uh, special access with uh, the celebrities when you're doing your photo ops and things like that. So, um, that does exist. Now, I've never personally done VIP. Wonder, Rob, have you done any VIP before?
0: I mean, not at uh, Phoenix Fan Fusion. <laughs> Other places, I'm a, I'm a baller, dude. But no.
1: Yeah, I mean, not, I'm, 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 I'm a can...
0: VIP at uh, at the local wine bar,
1: and uh, and I'm a VIP with my my plumber.
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm a VIP at McDonald's. I get that Big Mac combo and ten piece nuggets because <laughs> you only YOLO once. Oh, I told somebody that today. I said, My
1: best friend always says, You only YOLO once. And the person said to me, Is your best friend 80 years old? <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man. I was like, uh, No, he just likes to use acronyms wrong. <laughs> That's just one I of was his like, I think, I thought to myself, I think you missed the funny in that. <laughs> He's always saying things like, For your FYI, <laughs> or, or like that. for all intents and purposes <laughs> i gotta go to the atm teller machine <laughs> okay back to the prices back to the prices so uh, vip
1: 350 if you're just planning on doing individual days maybe you can't make it the entire weekend that's okay they have that figured out too so the cheapest of the days is thursday for 20 bucks and it's all day pass Friday is 30. Saturday is 45. Cause Saturday is when like everybody goes, there's probably the most thing of things happening then. Plus, uh, there are plenty of celebrities that are only available on, on Saturdays. So that's going to be like the big heavy hitting ticket. And then Sunday, the last day of the event, 35 bucks. Let's say you've got some kids with you. Maybe you want to bring your, uh, three-year-old through your 12 year old. And, um, Uh, those would be referred to as the sidekick ticket. And those are $10 for the entire weekend. So if you do have kids, it's actually pretty cheap to bring them along. And if you have little, little kids, two years and under, those are actually free with adult membership. So, um, which I find kind of uh, great and also kind of funny because like if a child was two and like wanted to buy a ticket without an adult, (laughs) they wouldn't be able to.
0: Man, can I get my (laughs) ticket? I got this poopy diaper. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and I got my sucker. Which one you gonna take? Yeah, what would what, what would you like uh, in
1: exchange for a pass to go see this uh, this fan fusion? Uh, I, it's interesting that our baby sort of sounds like Adam Sandler a little. Oh yes, I would go see uh, the fan fusion. <laughs> uh, shall I do? <cười> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> um. in addition to that for those that are going to fan fusion for the people for the celebrities which is definitely a big draw for me uh there are going to be 31 media guests 72 comic guests and then 18 authors and six cosplayers uh so um definitely a lot of people to see a lot of uh, people to meet get pictures taken get your autographs and everything um probably the most exciting thing that i think of for comic-con and wonder rob certainly chime in but i think the photo ops uh, are definitely the most fun when you get to meet those celebrities photo ops will run you up to 120 bucks depending on who you're going to see now there's a huge huge long list wonder rob let's just alternate on names what do you think
0: okay let's do it let's do it you go first all right jeff goldblum oh that one guy he's good he's uh Nikolaj. Nicolaj. <laughs> <laughs> how appropriate. Nicolaj. That <laughs> <laughs> that's why I wanted you to go first, actually. Because yeah. I wanted to do the Brooklyn 99 reference. <laughs> Nicolaj. Of course, I don't know how to say his last name. Coster well, uh, But he's there. Yep. He's if you, if you're, you're a fan Thrones. of Nicolaj. Oh, that's why. Because I don't watch Game of Thrones. Yeah, I'm one of he's those Jamie Lannister games. on Game of Thrones. Ah, yes, yes, yes. Okay, all right. Who else? Who else uh, Matthew
1: Lewis. Who all the right. Bring a bell on its own, but he plays Neville in Harry Potter. So
0: He's like, hey! Oi! I'm oy, Neville! I'm um, Neville, don't you remember? I'm Neville, that might not be Neville. The right. I'm Neville, don't you... Oi! Ne- Oi! And you're also gonna get Elijah Wood. I'm sure Elijah. you've heard of him. He's that one weird-looking guy. Uh, he's the kid from Back to the Future Part 2 who doesn't play baby's toys.
1: Yeah, it's like a baby's game. Um... Also, Adam Savage. Uh, We're talking good old Mr. Mythbuster himself. He's going to be signing a book as well as doing meet and greets and stuff, too. So that's pretty awesome.
0: You got George Takai. I'd meet George Takai. I'd get in line for him.
1: I totally would, too.
0: Oh, my. Oh, my. (laughs) Uh,
1: Catherine Tate. Catherine Tate, uh, for those Office fans from the later seasons, uh, she played Ellie... I can't okay. The last name, anyway, but she also played
0: uh, Donna from uh, from the Doctor Doctor Who. So, all right, all yeah. right, I can get behind that. Paul Rubens, your boy, probably best well known for you guessed it, the spleen in Mystery Men. <laughs> yes, I and uh, Rex, whoa, Captain whoa, Rex, yeah. Captain <laughs> Rex from Star Tours, dude. Seriously yeah and the uh, and the uh, original star tours paul rubens was the voice of captain rex oh my gosh this is before he touched himself in the in the triple x theater oh man you're never gonna let
1: him live that down we've all touched ourselves
0: in triple x theater
1: honestly when i think to myself it's a triple x theater what else are you supposed to do just watch it
0: for the art yeah like i'm the movie's over in 10 minutes (laughs) (laughs) maybe faster if it's the first time you've seen it
1: that's right that's right (laughs) Wait. <laughs> i mean this was before internet so now there's no reason to go to a triple x this is getting out of
0: hand no pun intended uh <laughs> <laughs> this is getting out of rosy hands okay uh so <laughs> who, who else who else is there so
1: another uh tasty snack john barrowman is gonna be there uh good old okay. captain jack harkness from doctor who as well as many other things he's done he's also been on broadway he's got a great voice um if you've heard him sing sunset boulevard before he's he's dynamite
0: all right you got uh let's see chris sarandon or is it Sarandon? sarandon i Uh, figured it was I don't know that much about
1: Chris Sarandon, to be perfectly honest. But hey, if
0: you're a fan of Chris Sarandon, guess what? He's going to be there, and he'll be your best friend. That's right. Robin Lord Taylor from Gotham.
1: He played the Penguin. He was also briefly on Walking Dead and other things, too, but probably most notably and most recently seen in Gotham.
0: Uh, Michelle Nichols. That's that one girl from that one thing that you like.
1: Yeah, she played... Uh, Uhura from Star Trek: The Original Series. Oh. She's actually the uh, one half of the first interracial kiss on television. Her and uh, William Shatner, Kirk, and Uhura shared a kiss, and it was the first. That's time. right. Yeah. So she's a she's a pretty much a living legend. Um, Walter Koenig uh, is also going to be there, and he's also part of the Star Trek crew. He played uh, uh, Chekhov. Uh, who was part of the original series cast as well. He's nice. famous for saying
0: nuclear vessels. He cannot see these as a Russian. <laughs> that is Shaf, the master of dialects. That's right. He knows it all. Uh, also, your boy Billy D. Williams Lando. Now, here's the thing I heard if you buy a meet and greet with Billy D and you slip him a Colt 45, he's going to be spoiling some Star Wars for <laughs> you. If you want them Star Wars facts, best bring him a Colt 45. Billy Dee. Uh, we also got Summer Glau. Summer Glau, um,
1: most famously from the movie Serenity and the TV show Firefly, uh, but also she has been on Dollhouse, that Terminator uh, show. Yeah, the Terminator show, um, and uh, probably other stuff too. That one episode of Big Bang Theory. Oh, she was on Arrow uh, briefly. She played Deathstroke's daughter, I
0: think. Or uh, like that. that sounds about right. Yeah. Uh, you got Ray Park. Uh, probably famously known for showing you what happens when lightning strikes a frog or a toad.
1: <laughs> the same thing that happens to everything else. Thank Boom. you for that setup. Um, yeah, Ray Park, good old uh, Darth Maul, man. I freaking love Ray Park. Um, Amy Jo Johnson. I had a huge crush on Amy Jo Johnson yeah, dude. My childhood. Yeah, dude. That was
0: my first girlfriend. girlfriend. My first TV girlfriend. Uh, yeah. She still got it. I don't know if you've seen her lately, but she still got she it. She still looks good. Did you watch her on Felicity, too, or are you just a Power Rangers fan? Felicity. <laughs> Felicity. <laughs> I mean, Gosh, I mean, I didn't, uh, I didn't, I didn't watch uh, Felicity. You know? I watched it when my wife was watching it. Uh, it was on in the background while we were doing it. Okay. <laughs> so, How
1: old would I have had to have been when
0: Felicity was on TV? <laughs> I just remember that there was a big scandal about the actress, the main uh, actress, I'm totally blanking on her name, but Carrie cutting her hair. Yeah, Carrie Russell cutting her hair. And it was like all over the place. Everybody was really upset that she cut her long hair. I remember that being a thing. (sighs) Uh, Ian Ziering, he's going to be there. He will shine your shoes. (laughs) (laughs) I love that Wonder Rob has no idea who this guy is. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, He's that guy, dude.
1: Yeah. Don't you worry about it. He's that guy from from Beverly Hills, 90210. Mm -hmm. He played uh, that guy um, who had the blonde hair. And he was. Oh, weird. you're right. He. What a weird choice. What has he, also, he been in? Why is well, he. A- more famously from the Sharknado movies.
0: Oh, okay. All right. Another thing I'd never watched. Right, <laughs> right. Fantastic. Um, you also got a handful of uh, notable voice actors. You're Tom Kinney's of uh, SpongeBob SquarePants. Uh, you're dang uh, Tom Kinney's. From SpongeBob SquarePants, and you guessed it, your Tom Kinneys. That's right, that's right. Some other other
1: VO uh, VO actors and actresses, Uh, Lucy Pohl from Overwatch, Jeremy Shada from uh, Venture Time, Christopher Sabat from Dragon Ball Z, Summer Helene, who is the Executive VP of California Pictures at Paramount, Uh, Andy Field from Five Nights at Freddy's. Uh, oh, great, and also, great. Uh, Chris McCullough from Five Nights at Freddy's. Um, Aaron Zek. Now, I'm really bad with this. Is it RWBY or is it Rowby? Uh, RWBY is how I've always looked at it. Okay, so Aaron Zek from RWBY, as well as Barbara Dunkelman, Kara Eberly, and Samantha Ireland. And then rounding out that whole list is James Rallison from The Odd Is Out. He's like a YouTube star. Oh. So, uh, so, yeah, but there's tons and tons of panels. Uh, Wonder Rob, did you get a chance to look at any of those panels and, and, like, if you had to pick something that you really, really, really wanted to go to?
0: Um, no, <laughs> but I'm opening it right now. All right, well, I'll Let's... go first. I'll go first while you look.
1: Okay. So if I had to pick something, so one, one nice thing about this website, by the way, and it's... um. Uh, where you can find it
0: is Ooh, H- I TP- H- found S- it
1: colon op- forward slash forward slash phoenixfanfusion.com forward slash panels hyphen events that's where you're going to get all the panel information now Wonder Rob has his pick so I'm going to end
0: first I do okay so if you are one of the lucky attendees Thursday May 29 2019 at 7 30 p.m. you can attend the adult fan fiction oh. Ooh, that's what we're talking about. You want to hear some adult fan fiction about Rhett and Link? Or (laughs) perhaps Dragon Ball Z? (laughs) Or or Waterworld with Kevin Costner? It's literally fan fiction. Uh, Adult-oriented fan fiction about any subject you want. You can go to that. Or... Perhaps the sexy side of ancient Egypt. There's a lot of dirty stuff on the, actually the first night. Um, oh, wait a minute. Wait I'm a very minute. pleased. <laughs> Where was that? Was that the 18 plus that you were yeah, looking at? I'm looking at the 18 plus options here.
1: Okay. So get this, get this. The sexy side of ancient Egypt. Do you
0: recognize who is involved with that? Um, Let's see. Stephanie Cook. Mm, Amy Olson. Tim Schaefer, oh Tim Schaefer, yes, the Tim Schaefer. <laughs> What's friend,
1: Tim Schaefer doing in there? <laughs> uh, that's just, that's I like a, it was uh, so funny that you mentioned that one because I saw that earlier. Yeah, our our friend Tim, by the way, we were in uh, Oklahoma together, and Tim was also yeah. in Oklahoma with us, and he's done stuff at this Mesa Encore Theater. His band is called Far From Home. And so his group was usually comprised of his wife as well as. Right, it's
0: his whole band doing
1: this. (laughs) It's him doing this panel. Oh man. They're they're doing the sexy side of ancient Egypt. It really makes me want to check that out even more. Hey, Tim. Remember me? (laughs) (laughs) Last Last time. Shaw, put your pants on. (laughs) (laughs) Last time uh, we, I was there, I actually saw him playing with his band. He was outside, like sweating like a Hebrew slave. Oh, man,
0: <laughs> bringing it all back. I see what you're doing. Yeah, you and I were there that day. We th- we met that day yeah. and hung out uh, at oh, the yeah. Comic Con event, or excuse me, Fan Fusion event. I do remember <laughs> that. Uh, but let's. Uh, I'm going to go to Saturday, the the big day. Uh, Hogwarts, more like Snogwarts. Uh, I don't know what that panel is. Third roast of Darth Vader. Now that's one that I would watch. Everybody just roasting Darth Vader.
1: All right, here we go. I got one for you. This this sounds really fun. Thursday at from 9 o'clock to 11.30 at night. So this is going to be like after dark. It's called Deadpool Dating Game. Three Deadpool bachelors compete for the affection of a mystery contestant. And of course, prizes! Prizes!
0: Um, but for real, in all seriousness, I know we're having fun pointing out the interesting panels but i think the one that me and shop would be most interested in i just saw this is 8 30 p.m on saturday may 25th the Men strut your stuff panel where, okay. sh- where you get if you're a man you get to strut your stuff
1: <laughs>
0: and we i don't know if you know this about shop and myself but we got stuff and we we best be strutting it you better believe it <laughs> these panels are all Awesome! <laughs> I'm, I'm super excited. Kratos versus everybody. Marvel family feud. Whose line is it? Anime. I like it. I like it. Uh, Queen Lantern corpse drag extravaganza. <laughs> Dude, I I would. I, I'm super interested in that. Game of Thrones sexuality in modern fantasy. Hogwarts prom. Is it hentai? That's when you need shop. Uh, it's <laughs> he knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I'm not going to talk about it, but I know the he knows what butter. I'm talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there's, there's a lot of really interesting panels. Phoenix Fan Fusion Comedy Show. There's so much. You just need to check out the website.
1: Yeah, like check out that website. We'll put it in the episode description for you as well. Um, in addition to all of those panels, there's still a whole separate section of the event, which features the exhibitors. And by exhibitors, I'm talking about where you can buy merchandise. They've got collectibles. People have their arts and crafts. There's There's so much stuff. So much stuff. And then there's the Hall of Heroes section, which always features uh, a bunch of really cool cosplay as well as set pieces and props. And then even like usually a gigantic uh, Lego display, like a Lego city and everything too. So there is so much to explore and see. A lot of great pictures to be taken um, and highly encouraged that you get dressed up in some capacity to support your uh, your favorite geeky uh, passions. Uh, but we thought that as far as like a way to close out our episode, that we would share maybe some memories of our past experiences at Phoenix uh, Fan Fusion, which at the time was called Phoenix Comic Con or also called Phoenix Comic best so uh wonder rob anything that comes to mind first of all
0: yeah my very first uh thing i ever did at uh phoenix comic-con slash phoenix fan fusion uh was i went with the geek so to speak contributor hollywood daryl who we need to get back on the show again soon we miss hollywood daryl's rants um but he took me to do a meet and greet with bruce campbell and so I got to meet Bruce Campbell with Hollywood Daryl, and my interaction with Bruce Campbell went as follows. I approach Bruce Campbell. He looks me in the eye, he sticks out his hand. I go to shake his hand, and he says, How are you doing, young man? And I say, Good. And then he turns me to look at the camera. We smile, and that was it. Bye, <laughs> Bruce. But it was worth it, it was worth every penny. <laughs> If you love the person that you're going to take a picture with, even if it's for a second, it's worth every penny. Oh. But that wasn't the a real meet and greet. That was just the photo op. They they offer like the, the actual meet and greet options too. But that was my first brush with celebrity. Oh, yeah. I don't I know if we, anything will ever top it. Oh, I think something did. I think something did. So, oh, wait. Oh, you're going to talk about a paradox.
1: you darn right I am. You're darn right I am. Okay, all right. So uh, here's, the, here's the setup. Five Martys walk into a Comic-Con. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, It sounds like the beginning of a joke, but it's actually the beginning of a memory. So um, all of us got onto a website and we bought these Marty McFly shirts that were basically Marty McFly costumes screen printed onto a t-shirt. And Very then, convincing too. Yeah, extremely convincing with the, the, the plaid shirt and then the, the um, life preserver vest and it was, and as well as a denim jacket and everything, it was all there. So we show up with that, with our, with our aviator sunglasses and our, our light blue faded jeans and whatnot. And uh, we are on a mission to go get our picture taken and meet and greet with good old Doc Brown himself, Christopher motherfucking Lloyd. And he saw all of us, and I don't even know, what do you think he thought? Do you think he was like excited for that or do you think he
0: was like, oh dear God. I'm sure he sees people (laughs) dressed as Marty McFly left and right, but I do also remember my interaction with him because it was four of us, so me, you, um, our buddy Brett, our friend at the time, Caleb, um, so we all Surround <laughs> Christopher Lloyd So two on this side, two on that side So I get on one side I don't remember if you were on the other side But <laughs> when we, we all got to shake his hand You know, before we took a picture And so I shook his hand And he looks at me and I'm shaking his hand And I go, "Great Scott <laughs> And he goes, yeah <laughs> <laughs> And that was our interaction <laughs> no, no, no. Please, no. It was so great because
1: it wasn't just us standing with him. It was us standing with him in front of a DeLorean that had already been tricked out to look like. Oh yeah, that's
0: right. That's right. So
1: it was like a kind of, the kind of photo you, you can never get unless you're in that scenario. So uh, comic fest made that possible. Yeah. Maybe we post that on the geek, so to speak uh, Instagram. Oh sure. We definitely will. Definitely. will. Um, one of my other favorite memories also involved a photo op. And uh, Wonder Rob was in the photo as well. Oh, yeah, but I know, I know what you're going to talk about it. Was with a it was with someone that Wonder Rob just was not super familiar with. Um, as far That's as putting it lightly, I did not know who this person was <laughs> at all. And see, I, I thought I was doing him a favor by like being like, "Hey, do you want to be in this photo and like get to meet this person too?" Because I thought he knew. Like I thought he knew,
0: <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah." Who am I going to meet?
1: Sure. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, The person I'm talking about is Danielle Panabaker. And uh, for those who don't know, she plays Caitlin Frost slash Killer Killer Frost. Caitlin Frost. Caitlin Snow, uh, a.k.a. Killer Frost on the show The Flash on The CW. Mm -hmm. And uh, she's super pretty and really pleasant person. And and she's really great uh, at the character she plays. And a lot of fun, and I definitely had, I definitely have, and had a crush on her. And I was so excited. You to were me. so yeah, you were very excited. You uh, were like, very, you were like getting physically. Yeah, I was, I was so ready. And uh, uh, we invited our then friend Caleb with us, and of course, I also invited Wonder Rob. And we all stand uh, next to her, and I've got my arm, you know, sort of around her waist, and the other guys are 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 also. <laughs> next to no,
0: me yeah it's so you're ne- you're you're on one side she's in the middle caleb was on the other side because he also likes the flash and then there's me <laughs> on the side and so she walks out and Shaf and caleb are both very excited there she is and i'm like are we gonna take a picture with someone's mom oh god (laughs) that's what i thought i was like i don't know who this person is she looks like somebody's mom (laughs) so
1: so they they're about to take the picture and you know they tell us a smile we all give big smiles and uh and it was really nice to meet her and then i go and i wait in line to get my print and i'm so excited to see this print and i and they they hand it to me and I, i look at it and immediately i'm like what the (laughs) Fuck. <laughs> because i see me uh standing next to danielle and and we're both smiling very widely and 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 caleb is also smiling super widely he's very excited to be there and wonder rob is not even looking in the camera no i'm not wonder rob is looking at danielle with the creepiest grin
0: <laughs> and we'll post that one on. Yeah, uh, post that one. On I was Google. like, I was just having a good time. I was like, Hey, <laughs> it, it's pretty epic. It's pretty epic. It was oh, a good man. picture. That was good times, you guys. I went all out that year on photo photo ops. You I, did. I, you I had a whole elaborate plan. You were telling me. I remember, like, I'm gonna <sighs> put on this shirt, and I'm gonna go take a person with picture with this person. Then I'm gonna change. I'm gonna put on this shirt. And then I made this shirt and I spelled their name in duct tape on it. And I'm gonna wear that. <laughs> <laughs> You're so right. Yeah,
1: I, I met the stars of Battlestar Galactica. Um, and then I met uh, Buffy stars, um, Alexis Denisoff and Allison Hannigan. And then I met the governor from Walking Dead. And then um, I met Charisma Carpenter. Oh my God, charisma Carpenter. Who d- who did you meet that you duct taped your shirt? That was Battlestar Galactica. I put my shirt. I didn't have any shirts for Battlestar, and so I made one. I took my black shirt and I, I duct taped like a phrase on it. I said, "What the frack?"
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Did they say anything? Uh, did anybody even notice? Was- even acknowledge it? No. Guy <laughs> wearing duct tape on a shirt. <laughs> Not the weirdest thing I've seen today. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was like serious, like elect- electrical tape. Like, on my- <laughs> yeah, I remember because I, I was like, what? Like when you told me that plan, I was like, I don't get what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> I <don't> get it. <laughs> Whatever, though. Yeah, yeah. It's so, all for good memories. It's all good uh, good material for the podcast five years later. That's right. Now, one, Rob, did you ever do any cosplay for any of the Comic-Cons? Um, outside of Marty McFly, No. Um, no, I take that back. I did um, I did have a full-body Spider-Man costume that I went went in one year. Um, that costume is since uh, I guess it's shrunk. It doesn't fit me anymore. <laughs> uh, I think it probably shrunk. <laughs> that's, that's the excuse I am going with. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. I, I remember uh, I went as Wolverine.
1: That's right, and, and then yes. uh, had to face the the uh, harsh truth that trollers on social media would like to make, and and they made fun of my weight on uh, on Facebook, and were saying that I was like a fat uh, a fat Wolverine. They'd never seen such a fat Wolverine before, and I remember like being like physically like bothered and and upset by that. But now, after seeing Endgame, I realized I just chose the wrong superhero. I just need to go dressed as Thor.
0: and uh... Yes. You know what? I was just having this conversation with my wife the other day. (laughs) Exactly. I said, fat Thor to Comic-Con is going to be Harley Quinn to Comic-Con. It's so true. Like I said, I bet you there's going to be hundreds of people dressed like Lebowski Thor. Like, I bet you it's going to be the thing. (laughs) Like when um, Heath Ledger's Joker came out, and like there was a big phase with everybody dressing like Heath Ledger's Joker. Like I think it's gonna be the same thing.
1: Oh, I totally agree. I fully predict that. Maybe we should keep like a tally, and account of how many uh, Fat Thors we see. I bet you. Good call. Yeah. Good we call. Good fat call. Alert for sure. <laughs> oh my gosh. So yeah. So we are excited uh, for that to come about. We'll definitely have plenty more content once we're at the event. We'll be interviewing people. Uh, we'll be getting the word out about geeks, so to speak, and and all of that, too. So lots and lots of things to come. Next week's episode is going to feature uh, a special segment on Detective Pikachu, which technically Ooh. comes out this Friday. Pika, pika. Ooh, pika, pika. Uh, so we're going to get a chance to watch that this weekend, and then we'll talk about that next week uh, after enough time has passed so that you don't get a chance to be spoiled. So we're always respectful about that.
0: Except for earlier. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) You got spoiled. That's two weeks.
1: You got spoiled so good. Plenty of time. Uh, But yeah, so please stay tuned for more episodes. Uh, We appreciate you so much. And definitely just like the uh, promo in the middle of the episode uh, mentioned, make sure to follow us, like us, rate us, subscribe, review, all that stuff. All the places that podcasts are played. We thank you for tuning in. Please check us out next time.
0: Same geek time, same geek channel. We'll see you later. I love you. Please like and subscribe and rate. <laughs> look at all that. Like, you see look, it? Look at all this hair. <laughs> Looks like nang balls.
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm thinking about like severely cutting my hair back to like what it was
0: the old shop style like in the old pictures
1: yeah i'm kind of missing it what do you think like this is like look at the length right now
0: dang dude it's long man it's yeah it doesn't look that long when you have it combed or when it's just like in its natural state
1: that business in the front but then i got the party in the back happening (laughs) but it's the reverse (laughs) you got the party in the front and business in the back. now i do it's your party animal i'm gonna try and keep this this mohawk the entire episode